What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday evening. This is Don Garrison from Don Garrison's Pinball Podcast. You know this guy. I've got another quick episode for you. Just want to go over some rumors that I've been seeing within the pinball sphere, particularly what's coming up next from Stern. What are their next moves? And then I also have a review of a mod that I just put in on Spooky Pinball's Rick and Morty, that seminal classic of a brutal, fun-playing, excellent call-out game. I'm going to bring all that up for you right flipping now. And that's how we drop the beat and do an intro. What's up, everybody? Just coming in here on a Saturday. Just want to touch base with everybody on what I've been speculating on uh, this week in pinball, basically. One of the things I like doing is the speculation, right? We all want to know what the new games are. And boy, were we hit with a big avalanche of news and huge games and empty bank accounts from the month of March. So we got our money in for the ones that we wanted. Everybody else, if we're going to wait and see and pick them up cheaper on the back end that's probably going to happen but what's next what's on that horizon and i want to do a little speculation because i was thinking about that this afternoon now from stern pinball big daddy give me some pinballs daddy they were supposed to come out with venom that's what we were rumored to have uh up next uh brian eddie's venom that uh anti-hero from the spider-man universe uh shoot off of marvel uh that's what we were expecting and then we got thrown for a loop when they were like you know what jack danger you can't go to tpf just kidding yes you can go and bring your new foo fighters was not expecting it to come out that quick And it may have to do with the timing of the Foo Fighters album release. Maybe that's why they had to uh, switch it up. I know last year uh, Stern took their cornerstones and reduced them by one. And so it's like the launch window for Venom kind of came and went. They had that appearance at the San Diego Comic Convention. Ozzy Osbourne was involved. Um, You know, the guy from uh, Spawn, Todd McFarlane, was there. But there was no Venom. And that's kind of what we were expecting. And it would have been a great marketing launch point for that title. But due to business decisions, they must have have decided to you know wait on that now this is all speculation nothing's been confirmed but what i have been noticing in the pinball world is that when there are consistent rumors like this and this strong from everybody they are probably correct right so i think we could expect venom and from what i've been hearing from multiple people uh it has been done for over a year like this game's ready so this game should have good code it should hit the ground running and it was what i was expecting honestly next and then foo fighters just flipped everything up so um uh, I think it would still be most likely that we would see Venom next. And so I'm speculating here because we haven't seen anything about this. They haven't confirmed that it's even coming out. But when I think of a Venom table, I mean, uh, this machine's going to be that black and white kind of uh, uh, motif that Venom has, that 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 villain, you know. So I can imagine a, a machine that's fairly black with a matte black powder-coated armor and just, you know, maybe the Venom logo. I don't know if they're going to go all out with, like, crazy comic book imaging or just keep it little more subtle um, but I would definitely like to see kind of a subdued black and white menacing motif to the art on the side with those bright red venom eyes and I'm sure the tongue would be in there somewhere is the tongue going to be the lock bar you know what's going to be on the back glass that I don't know um, how's it going to shoot well let's see uh, going over what Brian Eddie's done before Mandalorian is kind of a not a terribly flowy beast 
Um, but then either are Stranger Things, and I quite like Stranger Things, and I play Mandalorian, and I love the theme, but I can't really get as into it as I do with Stranger Things. So I'm thinking it'll be something that probably borrows elements from each one. Will there be plastic ramps? Will be the, where there'll be metal ramps? Will there be plastic on the Pro and metal on the Premium? All that is to be decided. But um, I can't wait to see this machine if it's actually the one up next. Now, from what I was speculating on, or where my mind was at before Pin March came and just destroyed uh, you know, all of us and ran us over with these great game releases, I was expecting to see Venom come out uh, when Foo Fighters came out now. And then in the fall, I was expecting the next ones. That would have been Foo Fighters. And then Indiana Jones is the next one that's rumored to could be coming out. And then there's Jaws after that. But after games get flipped up in their lineup and schedule, who knows really what could be next? If the rumors are true, which they've old pretty well so far we could be looking at venom indiana jones and jaws next with out on there on the horizon back to the future but in what order i mean w- could we see elwin's jaws come out next i mean he's the rumor designer for this he has come out publicly and said that he does not have a game that's coming out this year but you know things change you know mr jack danger was not going to be able to go to tpf until he was so at this point it really wouldn't shock me but oh my god i don't know if i'm either myself or my bank account is ready to go in on that Jaws LE that I know I would have to want, right? I mean, talk about FOMO, man. This is the follow-up to Godzilla from the GOAT from Pinball Designers currently from the modern uh, group that we have with a license of a classic movie that is amazing with huge moments um, and action and uh, hopefully some assets. So I don't know. I still feel strongly that, you know, we may see be maybe seeing Venom this fall. But then Indiana Jones has a new movie coming out too. So are they gonna try to switch up Indiana Jones and put that in the line? What about this other rumor I'm starting to pick up in here um from the current Twippy podcast goat about uh a non cornerstone release from an unknown uh theme. So we're waiting to hear and see what that may f- uh, come out to, but we will still see probably if the rumors hold true, true stern cornerstones this year, plus one of their boutique or offshoots like Supreme or heavy metal, um, that have come out. So, uh, going back to Indiana Jones, dial of destiny, June 30th is when it's coming out in the U S and then we're speculated to be around fall for the next stern cornerstone. As far as the last production update that I had, but that production update was clear back in January, February. So I've got some requests out. I'm waiting to get a new stern production schedule to see what has shaken up, what has changed. Uh, for sure. I think they've made well more Elvira's than I was planning on seeing because I'm seeing them for sale everywhere for MSRP. So if you want to go in on an Elvira, which I have recommend it solid shooting game. Um, otherwise there's lots of, of course, other things to choose from. Um, as far as, uh, any Jones movie, June 30th jaws, is that going to drop now? Is that going to drop next year? I don't know. I've got my name on a list because if it comes out and it totally slaps, like I'm expecting it to, and I think everybody else is, I think we could go on it. If I could take it aside right now and just kind of go back to bond 60th. Remember when that came out all those months ago? Um, I was able to play it again, uh, at tilt pinball bar in Minneapolis, um, right before I, I went on a flight and you know, I, okay. 
So when I reviewed the game initially, you know, well built, you're going to be able to get one, but the price was very high. Um, now what I can comment now that I've played it a few times, that game does play very well. It is very fun. It's not typically the type of game I think I would be drawn to because of how simple and single level it is, but those shots are fun. I do like that uh, figure eight shot onto the left. I want to brag on myself a little bit. My wife and I were throwing about $10 through this machine, uh, going back and forth playing two player. And I managed to get the multi-ball again. Now, to get the multi-ball, you have to hit those three drop targets in a row and then get it back in that lane just enough that it lands in the saucer. And then that will trigger a two-ball multi-ball and kick your ball out. Now, the goal for that two-ball multi-ball amongst, you know, getting targets and things is to land a ball back in that original saucer plus the saucer that's over on the figure eight. And so, of course, you know, that's my goal, but I'm not expecting to get it. But homeboy got it. So I was playing and then uh, just magically happened to do a quick like one, two, boom, boom, flip, flip. And they both rolled up right perfectly in the saucers. So I was playing and I was explaining to my wife like, oh, my God, I got the multi-ball. The goal here is to then try to get these two balls before they drain on this drain master fast playing game back into the saucers. And then as soon as I said that, just, you know, luck of the Irish, I hit them and they both rolled perfectly and stopped. And it could not have planned it better. What a great pinball moment that was for me. I'll probably never be able to replicate that um, unless I find a way to, you know, find a friend who has this and get another 100 games on it. But that had to be like a once-in-a-lifetime Bond 60th moment for this dude. So, you know, I, I was able to get a replay, get the knocker to go off. That was fantastic. So my uh, now final review after playing the game about you know 20 times or so in a couple different locations and having some time and having a lot of fast games, but that one just awesome game. Um, I'm giving this one a stamp of approval. This is a fantastic game. Value-wise, that's where it's going to differ for everybody because this is an incredibly expensive game. Like an incredibly expensive game. Like two other Stern premiums, even at these inflated prices or like you know four or five williams diners and maybe a gorgar project pin for the price of that one pin but if you see it on location a solid play a great game elwin i love the magic that you bring to pinball bring that to jaws and i want like a white powder coated armor for jaws i mean it's got to have that shark white and blue right all right so that was my speculation on that uh moving on to another country (laughs) country Literally another country where Dutch pinball is located in der Netherlands. Um, been hearing rumors that Batman 89 is getting done as a theme. What? So at first I was thinking this would be a remake of the Data East game, which, you know, okay, I've played it. I, I brought it up on the virtual pin the other day and threw some balls through it. It's got that cool, uh, you know, Joker, almost like a like cornhole or beanbag toss target on the left where there's holes for the eyes and mouth. Um, you know, an okay game. I think I played it on location a few times. I mean, it's it's from the 90s. Um, so I thought originally it was going to be a remake. But no, I think what may be happening is they actually got the license for that original Michael Keaton Batman movie with Jack Nicholson's Joker. And they're going to make a modern pinball with that retro theme. And I am all gravy about that, man. I'm melting caramel inside my mouth right now thinking about what an awesome pairing of like modern technology with an LCD, without an LCD, but with callouts, with assets, and then seeing what Dutch Pinball, who created the Big Lebowski, which is a great theme integration for that cult movie, to do the same thing with a Tim Burton movie? A Tim Burton movie pin? What? Um, right now, one of my, if I could make a dream theme trifecta, you know, between uh, Goonies and, I don't know, Cindy Lauper, I would throw out uh, Beetlejuice as being like, that reach dream theme that I would love to have uh, spooky pinball. Come on guys, man, bring me Beetlejuice. I gotta have my Beetlejuice. 
Imagine like playing a three-player game and every time you hit the start button, it's like Beetlejuice, 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 and the game starts. I mean, that'd be fun, right? I'm full of good ideas. Focus test me, guys. Give me an NDA. I want in on the secrets. Uh, but uh, Tim Burton's original Batman movie, 89, as a new theme, bruh. I think you know, I would be very interested in shooting that game. So I hope that that is a rumor that comes out. I've heard nothing about Jersey Jack and what they may have up next. So that is a definite wait and see. I think I may be able to speculate here on when we might see it. Now, it's still a bit early to know what Godfather sales are. I know they don't really release sales numbers. I am seeing CEs available at distributors. I believe it sold through, but did it sell through at only 500 games? Did it sell through at 1,000 games? Unlike Stern, they are making the limited editions first, and then they're going to be making the CEs. So, um, you know, I know their production is where it needs to be. I mean, they can crank these games out, not quite as the level of Stern, but, they, you know, these people make games. You know, you're not going to be waiting years for these, like a multimorphic. Uh, but... Um, how are the sales going to be? I mean, when are they going to hit that sales saturation? And, you know, like uh, Canada was saying, once they churn out a bunch of these games, if they don't have buyers waiting, I mean, there's no use in producing games that are just going to have to be stored. So they have to have another license in the box so that they can keep their line moving and keep games being sold. So at this rate, you know, Godfather, a f- definite fun game, definitely on the ex- more expensive end. Um, I don't think anybody that bought one because they really like the theme, they like the license, they like the aesthetics or how it plays is going to be on happy but how many people are there i mean you know foo fighters is going to sell the heck out i mean from what i'm hearing and i have not played the game yet but it's looking like it's a great shooter it's got the dead post um you know it's got some it's it's definitely looks flow monstery and it's got a rocking soundtrack i'm thinking of putting some pin woofers in it uh when i get mine but um i don't know that it's going to do those type of numbers uh, so are they going to rerun an older game like say Pirates that has been like long on everybody's dream wish list? I think the two games that uh, the major companies get requested for the most are JJP's Pirates of the Caribbean and Stranger Things Astern, right? So um, can we see another JJP this year? There's seven months left of the year. I don't know what the build cycle for Godfather is going to end up being. Uh, maybe they want to make 500 of their CEs, uh, make maybe 1,200 or so of the LEs, and then maybe shelve it uh, and do production runs later when numbers and requests come in, um, You know, unless something changes, because the market is full of options at this point. Um, so next topic I'd like to get to, I was, uh, recently in the Caribbean down in the Florida area, wandering around universal studios as I want to do. And you know, the universal parks, for those, if you haven't been, they do themed areas based on license. That's a very IP heavy parks, uh, for what they do. And a lot of these IPs are also really strong pinball IPs. So I thought, what better place to mine some themes for pinball than a place that has IPs that are already hugely popular? Uh, You know, so walking around Islands of Adventure, you're in a Jurassic Park area. We've had several Jurassic Park pins, and they're they're fairly good. There's a whole Marvel superhero area, and we've been inundated with tons of Marvel uh, uh, machines and everything from guardians to the old iron man to you know some of the newer things coming out even venom like that those are licenses that go you know spider-man games sell you know people like those it was a home edition run of those um 
Back to the Future is also a machine. It's also requested to be a new machine, you know, and that's a big theme that they have. Simpsons, right? There's been two Simpsons pins. They've been successful. Um, I don't know if Simpsons have the same popularity to do another run now, but I would like to see a modern take on a Simpsons pinball machine. So just looking around the park, I found other great, huge, popular themes with great rides, a lot of merchandise that are just sitting there and have not been used. King Kong being one of them. I mean, Godzilla was huge, and that was a license that I originally wasn't even excited about until I flipped the thing. And man, that was fantastic. Can you imagine another monster game with maybe buildings or maybe it takes place like half the play field is urban and you're destroying buildings and the other half is you know jungle or something or you're going on a jungle adventure to find king kong or king kong is fighting dinosaurs you know or there's jack black call out so i think there's some room to go there uh with the kongster what if the apron was <laughs> had like a fur attached to it so it's like you're holding the ape i think that's probably too much but the game would have to have a banana shooter rod Give me a banana shooter rod for the King Kong game if anybody makes that. Another huge, dynamic, explosive theme at the parks and doing it's just bonko juggernauts with the merchandise is Harry Potter. And I think the holdup with that is is the J.K. Rowling um, licensing or the Warner Brothers licensing. Um, you know, could you get the license but not do the characters? Can you get the callouts because it would cost too much? That's probably an expensive, restrictive license to do. But we are all clamoring for that. I think tons of us, you know, adult children would love to run out and get a Harry Potter mystical, uh, you know, magical wizard pin. You know, you're a Harry wizard, right? Um, Hogwarts Express, you know, uh, Broomstick ball launchers, all kinds of pop up, uh, you know, witches and cauldrons and things. I think that that would that's a it'd be a dynamite theme that would sell. But what would it cost to bring that to fruition? That's probably what's been holding it up. Um, another theme which I think has escaped everybody is the Fast and Furious, right? I mean, they've done like seven or eight of these movies. They're you know obviously generating money. Um, Transformers is in Universal and that's had a pin. So I would think like uh, Fast and Furious would be kind of a, a good pin to go in locations, you know. Uh, car racing with a very noticeable, very visible license. And there's also, you know, sit down car racer video games with this license. So I, I would expect we would have that. Um, Nintendo, no brainer. There's already been Mario pins. There's a new Mario movie. I think those Nintendo licenses would move machines, uh, both in the arcades and in the home. Uh, the, you know, Mario universe, Zelda. I would love to see a Zelda universe. Pokemon would be huge. Um, you know, Despicable Me and the Minions. I mean, who wouldn't want to play a Minions pinball machine if it was done right, you know? Um, and uh, well, one other stretch theme, which probably won't get made, uh, but that's the Mummy. The Mummy franchise. Remember Brendan Fraser's 90s movie, early 2000s? I would kill for that, man. Imhotep, right? Bash the Mummy, escape the pyramid, find the tomb, escape the curse, scarabs everywhere. Love it, love it. So I think, uh, you know, if you're a pinball company and you're looking for themes to mine, I think going with what works, what's recognizable, and what's already proven to be a merchandise draw, um, look at what Universal's got and those themes all over there. So I think that would be a place to go. All right, final topic I want to get to real quick. I did install a mod late last night that I just got. I could not wait to put this one in. So I've got Rick and Morty, spooky pinballs, Rick and Morty, 
great call-outs. Um, there is a mod. It's unusual, okay? It's called the Jerry Ramp, and I had not heard of it until a friend told me about it. I happened to cross the, uh, the maker on Pinside and was able to put my name down to maybe get one of these made because he's been doing small batches. So the Jerry Ramp is like a pathway uh, for this game that you can add. I'm going to explain it. So on the left side of the play field, lower play field, there's the plastic area with the crystal over it and the three stand-up targets, Jerry and then, you know, Brenda and Brittany or, uh, you know, Meg and Lois or the mom and the daughter, (laughs) Summer and uh, Beth from uh, Rick and Morty. So uh, what this guy, this madman has done is uh, 3D printed a trough, uh, a little area, a tunnel that actually goes underneath those plastics and you remove the Jerry stand-up target and replace it with this tunnel. And then there's also a, uh, a, a loop switch trigger inside that tunnel. So you can actually shoot from the right flipper uh, through this tunnel and it actually throws the ball straight up into the portal. It's an easier way to get to that portal shot. Now, I love the game, but that portal shot is difficult. There's two ways to hit it. You can hit it from the uh, uh, left flipper up into the right orbit. If the diverter's open, you can drain it into the portal, and that's how you change the universe that you're playing, and you get those cool call-outs, right? The other way to do it is from that upper right flipper, but that is a hard shot. Um, that's a shot that you really have to nail the timing on to get it to hit that steel uh, guide and get up to that portal. And more times than not, anybody that's played this game, you've had a shot that you feel should have gone in. I mean, it was decent enough that you should have got it, but the ball kind of rattles around the steel, it loses energy, and doesn't quite make it up and around there. So that's like the one drawback from the game. Like the uh, the geometry is not quite perfect. I wish they would have had more time to perfect that. So this fixes that, right? This you remove the steel guide completely and there's two main 3d printed guide parts that you replace it with one of them goes underneath the plastic and is just about invisible and the other one goes into the upper left area just to help guide that ball up in there and they're made out of you know pet or you know one of the 3d printing plastic filaments so it can absorb um and 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 bounce the ball different than the steel does i think the steel just robs some inertia and causes the ball to rattle um but this plastic doesn't so that original shot from the right up flipper hits that plastic and uh, uh, more times than with the metal, it will ride right up there and get into the portal. I was surprised just putting a couple of games through it late last night when I finished the install of this thing that it actually did work pretty good about hitting that portal. Now, uh, the other uh, Jerry shot entrance, um, it's not an easy shot to get, uh, but when you do get it, it's very satisfying because it will cruise straight smoothly all the way up there to the portal. So it's a, an, another way that you can get to it. Um, so you can do those cool portals. You can stack them. You can get more nuts and things. For me, it, it, it fixes like the one drawback that I really had with the game. But some of those shots are just too brutally difficult. Now, I'm okay with difficult shots or brutal games. I mean, I get it. That's a Scott Denisi thing. I don't want to mess with that. But, you know, anyone that's played it knows that there are some shots that that you you got them, but the rattle with the the steel guides robbed you of it. You feel like that that should have been a satisfying shot to make it all the way up there. So that has been fixed now. Now, I've only done a couple of games through there. I started installing this thing at around 7 o'clock, 7.30 when I got home from work, and it was about midnight when I was finally playing it. So it's not an easy, straightforward install. There's a lot to remove, a lot of plastic, a lot of posts. It actually does not reuse a lot of the uh, hardware that you have, and a lot of it is replaced. Now, you, you'll have to get underneath the play field, and it is tight working underneath there to remove the stand-up targets, replace it with this other 3D-printed insert, and then you do uh, pull the jerry target down, and then there's alligator clips that clip in there. So the micro switch that is in the ramp 
it actually triggers that uh, Jerry stand-up target. So at the end of the Mises mode, you need to hit the Jerry stand-up target. In this way, if you hit the ramp, it triggers the same thing. So the gameplay and code are the same, but what you get is an extra pathway in a game. And I haven't seen many mods that do this. Uh, the ones that I have heard about, people complain that, you know, this makes the game easier or changes how the game was uh, originally intended. And there's an argument to be made there, you know. Um, if you're a tournament purist, maybe you wouldn't want to try this thing. But if you have this game at home and you just want to get some more enjoyment out of it and uh, you're willing to put in for a, you know, a little little 7 out of 10 in difficulty uh, installation and, you know, just try to stay calm and, and go through it step by step. I was able to accomplish this, and it does add some to the game. It adds a lot. So I don't know that I can give a full final review at this point because I've only played the game with it about three or four times. But I'm going to get some more time on it. But I did want to give a shout-out to Interactive Pinball Mods. He's on Pinside. You can Google him, find his Pinside store. Trent is the guy's name. He's coming to us from Kamloops, BC. He also did another uh, Rick and Morty mod with that portal gun shooter plunger. Um, so if you've seen that, uh, he's the guy that did that. Uh, but yeah, this ramp is legit. It legitimately makes the game more fun to play for me because I'm able to do more of those portal shots. But it's definitely not training wheels. I mean, it doesn't make it you know super easy. It's just a fair shot from that right flipper that goes to what sometimes would rattle around and reject. Now it's hittable. So that's fun. And when you do rip that that Jerry entrance from down below, it's quite satisfying. I do like it. So I've shared some pictures on the Facebook site, uh, Don's Pinball Podcast on Facebook. Just search me out. I put a couple photos up there of the completed project, and I would like to do um, some more play testing on it before I can give a final review. But it's $170 plus shipping. It's coming from Canada. Um, he's doing them in small batches, but go ahead and look him up on that pin site thread. Thanks, as always, for joining me on a Saturday and giving me and blessing me with some of your time and your ear holes. I hope you guys like what I'm doing. As always, you can email me at donspinballpodcast at gmail.com. I've got t-shirts and things. I'm working on a site, so it'll be a little easier to uh, order. But if you want some stuff, you want some stickers, keychains, magnets, I've got all kinds of sweetie, sweetie, sweetie swag. Email me, homie.